come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit and we shall be created and you shall renew the face of the earth. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Today is an exciting day in our city, as it is the 107th running of the Indianapolis 500. This race will begin at 1245 when the green flag drops, signaling the drivers of Indy race cars to begin spinning and speeding around an oval track a track that's only 2.5 miles, so they will do it 200 times. I remember as a little girl hearing about this race and watching it on television as our whole family would sit transfixed in front of that box. I couldn't imagine ever being near it. And today we are so close and yet so far. People from all over the country have come to see this event. According to the news, people have come from hundreds of miles away. They have joined with the local people to witness this spectacular event, including people from far away as Canada, New Jersey, Texas, and Mexico. Hundreds of years ago, people from all over also gathered together in another city. During that festival, known as Shavat in Hebrew, or the Feast of Weeks, it was for the celebration of the beginning of the wheat harvest. Since Shavuot occurs 50 days after Passover, Hellenistic Jews gave it the name Pentecost for five or 50th day. Rabbinic tradition teaches that the date also marks the revelation of the Torah commandments to Moses at Mount Sinai, which according to Orthodox Judaism occurred in 1312 BCE. Scriptures tell us that they experienced something new that was even more spectacular than the Indy 500. These people came from all over, Parthians, Medes, Elamites, people from Mesopotamia, from all over, people from the country, people from the city, speaking numerous language with different customs. The book of Acts opens by recounting how Jesus ascended into heaven from the Mount of Olives, instructing the disciples, both women and men, to wait in Jerusalem for the gift that God had promised, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Acts 2 reveals the disciples were all together in Jerusalem. That's a near miracle in itself, if you've ever tried to get people together in the same place for the same purpose. Especially these disciples, who had scattered and hidden following the crucifixion and had come together finally. This gift would empower them to be witnesses of Christ, first in Jerusalem, then in Judea, then Samaria, and then to the uttermost parts of the earth. But prior to this gift, Jesus commanded them to wait in Jerusalem, to stay together. There can be clarity when we wait in community the busyness of our lives take a back seat when we wait. Sometimes it gives us the opportunity to reflect on the past and what it has meant individually and collectively. And sometimes in waiting, we get to hear from God as we turn our hearts toward prayer. Those were in that Jerusalem upper room did just that. 
they chose to pray, and that's never a bad idea. Out of their time of communal waiting and prayer, their need to increase their leadership was revealed, and Matthias was numbered with them as an apostle to replace Judas. Then the day of Pentecost happens. Their waiting together as Jesus had commanded seemed random. Imagine just sitting together, waiting, praying, or as I heard growing up, just a hoping and a praying, just a hoping and a praying. What if that happened to us? What if after I said, the Lord be with you, and you said, and suddenly the sound of a tornado fills the church? Imagine drops of fire appear among us, resting on every single one of us, and all of us are suddenly multilingual. We look at our neighbors who are suddenly speaking in an Egyptian tongue or Spanish, English, German, Polish, Hindi, Swahili, and Arabic. And other people have come in, attracted by the noise, and they hear us speaking their languages, proclaiming how wonderful God is as the Spirit goes out, as the Spirit wills. This is the reverse of the Tower of Babel, where God confused the language to separate people. Here God, in the person of the Holy Spirit, brings the languages back together in a brand new way. God didn't simply reverse the Tower of Babel, giving people the listening and understanding of the native tongue of the disciples, Greek or Aramaic. He gave the message to their own tongue for the world. We have the same power and that same message of God to give the world. Now, it was amazing and miraculous how that happened how the disciples had the ability to speak foreign languages so that the wonderful work of God could be proclaimed. We have that same ability through technology. We have Google Translate. We could give the gospel out in any language necessary by our computers. There, they needed the Holy Spirit, and we still need the Holy Spirit to do what needs to be done. God came to where the outsiders were in a way they could understand God, bringing the gospel message of love. The Holy Spirit empowered the disciples to cross divisions caused by language to bring the love of Christ to others. It was not the work of the hearers. It was the obedience and willingness of the followers of Christ to experience something new from God, which enabled the disciples to cross barriers of language to meet the needs of people who were not like them, to bring the message of God. These were people with not just language differences, which Google could help us with, but really the differences were of customs, of belief, of socioeconomic status, of skin color, of music, of ways their lives were very different. These were not the people the disciples would have considered worthy to receive the good news of Jesus, but God had a better plan. And God's plan is always better because the plan we are living with is not working for everyone. While there is much good that we are doing, it is not enough, for God continues to be linked with acts of hatred and violence. We need Pentecost today more than ever. We need to be people of faith who welcome the inbreaking of God into our everyday lives. 
We need to hear each other. We have a world that is deeply divided. We have a nation that remains deeply divided. We have red and blue states, communities, friendships, and families that are divided. And if we are brave enough, we can look around and see that we have de facto segregation in many of our schools, churches, and workplaces. We as a society have accepted homelessness as a viable option, that failing schools might be unfixable, that starvation wages are a person's choice. We've renamed adult onset diabetes as type two diabetes, as obesity races unchecked in our children, especially those who are food insecure. Three years at Pentecost, we were reeling from the public murder of George Floyd. Protests happened around the world, and marches and cries for justice rang out. But as time passed, the protests and cries for freedom and justice were reinterpreted as riots. Slates of hate have been passed. Healthcare has been restricted and basic human rights have been reimagined through eyes that saw society as though all was well with the world and that few people were just that dissatisfied instead of horrified as life drained out from one of God's beloved. In Acts, the division was caused by language and customs, but language is a metaphor for so much more. When someone unexpectedly relates to us, we say, they speak our language. When we are understood, we feel heard. When people can't communicate, walls are built, relationships fracture, and we say, it's like they're speaking another language and I, I just couldn't get through to them no matter what I said. But as we return to the opening chapters of Acts, we see a beautiful, lovely, and godly way forward. The power of Pentecost is that the Holy Spirit is still giving us the power to speak their language, the language of others in new and different ways to share the good news of the resurrected Lord. Since then, we've prayed, we've listened, we discover gifts in our congregations that are dormant. The Holy Spirit is opening us up to communication with technology in ways we were five years ago reluctant to embrace. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, our church within walls has become a church outside the walls as well because of Zoom, Facebook, and FaceTime. It starts in our Jerusalems, meeting the needs of those closest to us that we know best and that we're most comfortable with. But it doesn't stay in Jerusalem. The work of the Holy Spirit moves us to our Judeas, to the places and people that are similar to us, but not quite like us but it doesn't stop there. The work of the Holy Spirit continues moving through us and calls us to the Samarias, where in our hearts, we might not say it aloud, but we think we are just a bit better, more right, more godly than someone else. And it may take prayer and waiting in community for us to rediscover the essentials where we can be united, respect the liberty around what is not essential, and remain grounded in love through it all. We need this power of Pentecost that moves us to communicate God's love and works to the ends of the earth. <clears throat> that those completely unlike us 
those we find that we can only imagine with customs we don't understand or we might find odd. The Holy Spirit present at Pentecost is present still. The Holy Spirit is alive within each of us and it empowers us to be the bridges of love, hope, and mercy that we and the world need so much. The Old Testament numbers reading, nearly 70 people gathered together when the Holy Spirit enabled them to do wonderful things. But two people, Eldad and Medad, were someplace else. They weren't in their Jerusalem or the Judea. They were out in Samaria on the backside of a field. But the Holy Spirit rested on them anyway, much to some people's consternation. But when it came to Moses' attention, he didn't say make them stop. Instead, Moses said his desire was not that the Holy Spirit would also fall on these two who were outside the camp, but that everyone would be empowered by the Holy Spirit. And that is my prayer for each one of us, that wherever we are, inside or outside, that we are all empowered by the Holy Spirit in various ways to do the work that God has for us to do, that the world might know the wonderful works of God and God's great love for us. Amen.